0: <laughs> b trade punk rock, street trash, wastelands, and here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene, and Mark and Mark. Hello. Oh, hello world. That was very hey, interesting. Wild. It was like an echo chamber. Woo! Hey everyone, I'm Adam Obscene. You're listening to Wastelands and with me as always is the mighty, mighty, mighty Marco Ma. Adam
1: Obscene.
0: Hey, hey good to done. be here. Good to be with you. Uh, mate. Happy Sunday, everyone. Happy Sunday. This is episode 99, Lawsoners and Marco. Oh. So we thought we'd do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And uh, talk about a film which is sort of both close to our hearts and hit a significant uh, milestone in an anniversary. Uh, but let's not break formula. I'll uh, I'll play the trailer. <laughs> in this quiet neighborhood,
1: on this tranquil street. A mystery is unfolding.
0: And an adventure ah! is beginning. Ah! A- Steven Spielberg's masterpiece Theaters Everywhere.
1: What's he doing?
0: ET Phone Home.
1: ET Phone Home.
0: ET Phones Home. With enhanced. E.T. visual effects. So Ooh, that was in, actually in, the two thousand. That was the two thousand and two um cinematic release. Two thousand and two, dude, was like twenty years ago. Yeah. Which is really weird because that twenty years ago was the twenty year anniversary of ET. So guess what this year makes it. Holy smokes. Forty years since the cinematic worldwide release of E.T. Which enhanced ET. Isn't that, like, mind-boggling, like, bizarre? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We're giving up our age a little bit now, aren't we? But it's all good. We're not ageist. Neither are the Velociners, I think. It it was, oh, 1982. Wow. Did you see it at the cinema when it came out? Are you an OGET watcher? Mate, I saw
0: it at the drive-in.
1: Oh! Tell me, Okay. Tell so us about that. Come before on, we, on, before we
0: dive straight in, let's just like give the millennials a chance to catch up on what the fuck E.T. is about. Oh, they
1: already know. They know. Right, if right, you don't right. know,
0: but this is the seminal Steven Spielberg film written by Melissa Matheson uh, back in 1982, as we mentioned. It's classified as an adventurous family sci-fi. A troubled child summons the courage to help a friendly alien escape from Earth to return to his home planet, it's got lots of notables in it. Uh, Drew Barrymore as a tiny little wee wee. It's got um, it's got basically, um, Dee Wallace who is the mum in ET. Um, and funny just as a bit of wasteland's radio show Easter egg loop around. Dee Wallace has been in a couple of our favourite films that we've spoken to in the past. Um, she was in Critters, she was also in Cujo, and she was in The Howling. Um, and awesome. It, so she's was like. It's totally got some uh, Wastelands credentials. It's also- was he a lingerie kickboxer? <laughs> no, she wasn't. We're still out there. Thomas, see uh, Thomas Howell, uh, the young fella from The Hitcher was in this mm-hmm. movie as Tyler. Um, and then you've got Henry Thomas as Elliot and a bunch of other sort of like people who went on and did different things, but that's really the the gist of it. how How good that how good is that for a gloss over
1: and some other people that might have done some other things. Yeah, no, that's great. I, there was a couple of things I didn't know in there. I didn't know um, was it CT Wallace? Was he the hitcher in the yeah, hitcher?
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, CT. That's great. CT Howell who played um played the young fella who picked up Ruger.
1: Ah um, ah. So CT t. was in ET. <laughs> yeah, CT was in ET. <laughs>
0: um. So basically, back to loop around, like back to the 7.92, by what the way, is the rating <laughs> on IMDb. Sorry, I got distracted by looking at stuff on my computer screen. How did, oh, where did I oh, first. Oh, see oh it? you, where did you I were first drifting, you were drifting, Ads. I was drifting. So, um, sorry, you got to forgive me. I'm a little bit hazy. I haven't got the spicy, I've just got the uh, lurgy.
1: So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's not, it's not COVID, people. But but it's still COVID
0: clear, us too, the dynamic duo. It's amazing. That's what happens when you broadcast from a tiny atoll in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) Susceptible to catching anything out here. Except for COVID. Um so (laughs) I saw it a drive in. We had uh, in the little town, backwater town that I grew up in in regional Victoria back in the eighties, uh we had a drive in. The, I think I've mentioned in previous episodes, it was only ever open in summer because in winter it was too foggy. Um, mm. So, you could <laughs> see the screen. And uh-huh. um, they used to do lots of awesome summertime double features. And I think in the summer of 1983, mm. which was like the season for, after the uh, summer season in America, they mm. had ET. Marco, I've got here um just so you can see listeners won't be able to partake in this but this is the original um poster from the drive-in cinema of the i actually went and saw how,
1: oh, <laughs> it's like how did
0: you get that how do you, how do you get that well when you live in a small town oh, everybody knows everyone right so hey, my dad yes. just went and got it
1: ha that's incredible, mate. I hope I hope that makes its way onto uh, our social media so listeners can have a look at that because that's a beauty.
0: It's well dogged, ripped and torn, exactly the way we love our ephemera. Oh, um, mate, that's
1: great. That'll that should be in a frame.
0: Yeah, it will be one day. Watch this. Um, so oh no, that.
1: don't
0: uh, show the collectors. Um, so. Just that was my little bite that I wanted to share with you is that you know, saw it at the cinema. There's not a lot to say except for the fact that I think it was in the back of an FJ Holden panel band, the mm-hmm. classic dad's panel beater wagon. And we, he'd always saw a mattress in the back and we would just watched the what was it going, yeah. and ET was one of them. I got to say, yeah. with that trailer, back in the 80s, um, the voiceovers were that done by those those voiceover actors that did the trailers. It didn't matter if it was The Hitcher or E. T. or if it was The Care Bears Love care a, lot, care a Lot. How menacing did that kick off with? Like that. Like if you did not know that was E. T., it sounded like the start of a horror movie, didn't it?
1: Yeah, this it did. It did. Yeah, that that guy has a. Yeah. He's a, wow. a strong a strong voice. He we, has a he was he was in the right job for sure. We'll do a deep dive one day and actually um
0: figure out who that that guy actually is because he needs an episode just all in in general oh, yeah. about stuff. Oh We can stuff. call it a deep
1: voice deep dive.
0: Oh, deep voice deep dive.
1: So when did you see it? Uh I saw it when it came out as well. Um in the the cinema on the sunshine coast Caloundra cinema um and uh it was great absolutely so good so good it's become one of those comfort movies and i think i think uh this must be a comfort movie for so many people i mean this uh, it, it must transgress generations and uh not just be sort of you know, in the realm of us us old guys, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a movie that's easy to love for people of all ages, I think.
0: I think it's interesting because one of the things that got us talking about this movie was that um, they've just released a whole heap of merch um, in the department oh, stores yeah. around E.T. And I was telling you this the other day that I'd picked up, um, oh, my little two-year-old, a, um, a pyjama, two-set and uh, a E.T. t-shirt Um, Sure. All in the very awesome sort of 80s style. Um, And it's funny because you go, well, what does a two-year-old know about ET? But the connection to this is a, uh, a couple of months ago at a garage sale, I picked up a genuine 1983 pull string E.T. toy that you pull the switch, E.T. phone, so and gave it to her, and straight up she loved it. And I said, "It's E.T." And that she just took it straight in E.T. So every time she sees it, she says E.T. I got this T-shirt, so check this out, and she just went E.T. I went, she hasn't even seen the movie yet. Um, Ah. But it's we're building to that. By the time she gets to watch that movie, she will have a fully fledged conditioned love of the extraterrestrial. And just yeah, so, absolutely. just for you, and this will also go up on um, Instas. Uh, there he is. That's
1: the oh, one. okay. So that's oh, that's great. So mate. that's the
0: toy that uh, she re- that just sits in her wow. bedroom and she loves it. Um, it's funny because <laughs> the pull string doesn't really work very well. See if I can the mic and pick it up. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so... Um, oh, that's
1: great. For an 80s toy, that's awesome. It's interesting, though.
0: Um, can we just talk mm. a little bit... Like, we E.T.'s great. It's an awesome movie, and we all... You know, everyone knows. But the toy part of it is something that I'm a little bit intrigued by, because... Big budget movies at the time, so we, we, you know, Star Wars had massive toy lines. You know, there was yep. He Man and Master of the Universe was making big guns on the on the toy circuit. So oh, movie, Transformers, Transformers, Care Bears, all that sort of, you know, in its day. E.T. though, for a movie which was so massive, mm-hmm. its toys. I remember the time there there it, it it was a bit janky, right? There wasn't. Really, like
1: there were some toys, but it wasn't as ubiquitous as um as the other franchises mm. that you mentioned. Like even I remember the Gremlins toys were huge, Mm. but the ET ones not so much. I remember a lot of plush um ETs around because I think he was a little bit more cuddly and a little bit uh, gentler looking.
0: And I think the other thing too is like there was an ET show bag that went to, we you know, American losses what? might not get this, but, you know, in Australia we have these like regional shows where they show like cattle and sheep and this, but that's where it's like you'd probably call them your carnivals or fairs and, with, yep. and we'd and we have like show bag pavilions and, and carnivals. And a show bag is like this sample bag which would be a merch of the time. So you might get a Star Wars yep. bag or a Dracula horror bag or a joke bag and there was an ET one. I got an ET bag and it cool. had like a – mask in a big et badge i've still got that stuff around here somewhere i couldn't dig it out because it was a little bit too deep in studio obscenato um and a little plushy which is cool um but it led me to think when i did a bit of a dive i think there's a very distinct reason why there wasn't much et merch because he looks like a scrotum because he looks like a fucking scrotum like literally (laughs) like if you, you could get a plush and it looks fine, you could get like, but as soon as you start to take the neck and the head, like I've got a ET Pez dispenser. It literally looks like a dick dispensing Pez. Like it's uh difficult sculpt, the, the alien from the movie, I guess, didn't really translate very well to toys.
1: Yeah, for sure. Especially if there were cheap knockoffs going around, there would have been some, uh, you know, I- I- inappropriate uh, molds going on out there.
0: Which leads me to my next example, Marco, which I'll do a find of. Um, and this is the thing is that generally I think this stuff came out of, like you said, knockoffs or from non English speaking uh, territories. There was this particular notorious ET toy. Um, and this one, mate, I'm not sure if you know if you've seen this one, but it, it is actually a slip-on ET finger that you put <laughs> oh, no. over your finger, and it's elongated, and it's brown, and it's wrinkly, and has a bulbousy <laughs> end, and it just like is the most hilarious looking thing on the, wor- in oh. the world. Um,
1: oh man, it, I, I can't wait to get on YouTube later and uh, look up the you know e- retro e- toy ads e- e- for t- that ET finger. <laughs> which oh it, no! in theory
0: that makes sense right it's a very iconic part of the movie et has yeah. a very long finger kids are going to want to have that finger unfortunately yeah. like it said it didn't it, manifest itself into age-appropriate toy design
1: sure and look to be honest with you man like <laughs> thinking about how wrong uh its look could have gone and did go um you know, this is the first time I really thought about it. You know, you when you're a kid, when you're like, at that time, you're not thinking, "Oh my God, look at that! Look at that! It looks a bit phallic." It, it's, it's et.
0: Uh, I think I think that this shows that's why the Lawsoners love you. You are so innocent and amazing. Because as a child, when Eastie's neck used to extend and subtract, <laughs> I might have just been a deviant of a child, but I used to snigger every time at that. <laughs> it I'm just only... looked like a wrinkly foreskin.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: Um, maybe not maybe not early, early on, maybe later as the Later on? Like, yeah. When yeah. it was rewatched on TV
1: or something. <laughs> oh absolutely. Oh no, it's ruined it for me. Oh, man, no. Nothing, nothing will
0: ever ruin E.T. for you, except for these beauties, Marco. I'm going to tell you the top three <laughs> E.T. knockoffs of all time in my book because we've always got to lower the standard. We've spoken about an A1 Steven Spielberg movie of how amazing it is and how it's life transformational. We've talked about the dirty phallus toys. Now I'm going to talk I'll talk about give you the top three knockoffs that I think are hilarious. Coming in at number one uh, on a 1.7 – IMDB rating out of 10 (laughs) is Nuki from 1987 where an alien called Nuki searches for his brother Miko who's been captured by the US government.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, that sounds good. The great thing about that is now we don't have to watch the movie. I've got the gist of that. Yeah, Just think
0: low rate low rate E.T. Uh, Mac and Me, 1988. I love Mac and Me. It's a very kind-hearted film and it's very fun. Uh, again, uh, an alien trying to escape the NASA's, uh, from NASA is prevented by a wheelchair-bound boy. Um, this one takes the E.T. stuff up a next notch because it's not just the alien, he crash lands on Earth and he's separated from his family. And oh, um, yeah. they do this weird whistling thing. It's great. So, Mac and Me, 1988. Uh,
1: like like Negan's group. Yeah, they do, the whistlers,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, that probably just clipped out the mic's oh. apologies for that. Uh, so, yeah, 3.3 star rating. Now, the next one. Brace yourselves. This is a Turkish entry into the ET Knockoff Hall of Fame. Mm. Um, funnily enough, though, this rates higher than – Nuki, and only 0.1 lower than um, Mac and Me, and it's Hermoti. Hermoti is a 1987, so it came at the same time, well, the year before Mac and Me, uh, a 1987 comedy fantasy about a homosexual alien who was lost in 1970s Turkey. What? I know. And the little image that is here on the screen is two people – sitting on a couch next to Hermoti and uh it's it's like Hermoti looks like if someone who has never seen ET has described ET yeah. e. to someone who has <laughs> never seen ET to design it.
1: <laughs> oh my god and then put him in disco era 70s Turkey. Yeah. That's great. Um, bazooki ET.
0: So um that's
1: Oh, movie. God, I don't want to see that. You, just, you that will, just you sounds will lo- be seeing that. Oh. <laughs> no man, I'm going to so. hit up TLC on MySpace and see if they can help me. Let's see if you could get some licensing some licensing <laughs> permission
0: because I think. <laughs>
1: man, I look so good in uh, uh, parachute pants and a crop top. You wouldn't believe it, man.
0: I know. I know. I've got a photo of it on my wall. Uh, oh. So, Marco,
1: that's um, ET. Lots of stuff. That's ET.
0: Lots of stuff out in the world of VT. Um, yeah. You'll probably see in the next uh, wee bit, probably a bit more stuff come out. But 40 years is like an amazing, amazing
1: triumph for a film. Yeah. and, and Congratulations, VT couple of things. Even though creating this podcast has ruined it for me, congratulations, E.T. Oh, so that's, that's what I do, isn't it? I just ruin shit for you, though. No? <laughs> <laughs> TLC, come and help me.
0: E.T. is amazing, and it will always have a special part in my heart. Um, but I do, like I said, I enjoy, in pop culture, in this probably like at the, uh, the Wastelands wheelhouse, is just the weird rabbit holes and tendrils, sideway tendrils of just stuff that just... Pops up. It's just, it's funny. Like what? Yes. Yeah. You know, something will be seminal and catalytic, and then someone out there will go, "Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: I'm gonna nick it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna nick it and turn it into something so bad, so B so so grade that in years to come, I don't know, maybe about forty years, there'll be a guy in Australia out there, the little fucking podcast about it, whatever a podcast is. It's true, because
0: they wouldn't have even, you know, they'll be talking about it. Um, So, yeah, happy birthday, ET. You were 40 on June the 11th uh, this year. Um, Nice. And, you know, that's, that's that's amazing. And um, if you ever get a chance to go to the states, if you're in the states, if you ever get a chance to go to Universal Studios, they still have the original animatronic ET puppet in one oh, of their displays cool. in there, which is I loved when I went and saw at Universal Studios. It was it was very fun, and you can still get some uh, Universal ET tat there as well. So nice, yeah. Stuff Happy birthday, ET. Sorry? Stuff that doesn't look like scrotums.
1: Oh, I know. I know. Still a beloved movie. Happy birthday, ET. And there we go. Marco, uh, Mm Losners, if they choose
0: to um, berate us on ruining their childhood memories, what's the best way for them to
1: get in contact with us? Social media. Social. On Instagram. We're on a bloody TikTok now. What else are we on? Facebook, I like how Twitter.
0: You, I like how you've renamed TikTok Bloody TikTok. I think that that's. Bloody t- Every time, listen, is every time that Marco says TikTok, yeah, it's Bloody TikTok.
1: Bloody <laughs> TikTok. So,
0: oh, yeah, man. you can search at Wastelands Radio Show on all those mofos. Um, you can chuck us a message through there. On Twitter, we're on, we couldn't get the full extent of the handle, so it's just Wastelands RS. Um, mm-hmm. And you can send us an email at Wastelands Radio Show at gmail.com. And you can go to the website, which is wastelands.com.au. Nice. Well, mate, that's awesome. Mate, this is episode 99. Well, there we go. Our next episode will be the Big 100, and we've got a show in stall for the Lostners. Um,
1: Absolutely. We'll be ruining something else. Oh, next episode.
0: Celebrating. Celebrating. <laughs> Celebr- <laughs> <laughs> we celebrate our wastelandiness by ruining <laughs> things.
1: Oh no! Uh, just, just. So
0: listeners, uh, make sure you tune in for for that. I hope you like how we're going. Uh, the hundredth episode will officially end season three and be the reboot of season four of Wasteland's radio show. They said we'd never do it, and we here we are, Marco. Yes so Is there anything more you'd like to add?
1: Oh um it's good night from me.
0: And it's good night from him. And this is the bit where I insert the (laughs) outro. It's over,
1: it's (laughs) finished.
0: It's over! It's
1: finished!